Hello everybody and welcome to Show Hoppers, to the Lost Recap episode of Season 1. Can you believe it, Mr. Sal? Well, first, I'm Kurt, joined by my former high school teacher, Mr. Sal. Hello there. Yeah, of course. And can you believe it, we've <laughs> actually finished Season 1 of Lost. I It's amazing. That means that we've been doing this, this is, this is week 25. Yeah, one more week will be half a year. Honestly, I can't believe you made it here. I know I've had to BS my way through some of these lost episodes. <laughs> Much like the leftovers, I just pretend I watched it. <laughs> go through it. But it's worked out pretty well thus far. Yeah. May, may, may there be too many more seasons. Six to be specific. Actually, there's, there's six seasons total. So yeah, five more. Okay. Lost. Yeah. <laughs> By the time we finish the next uh, season, it'll literally be uh, a year. Oh, man. So there you go. Oh, and then there's still four more seasons. That is crazy. Crazy. So, wow. So if you haven't seen uh, the leftovers before, or not, yeah, if you haven't seen the leftovers in our recap episodes for that, for the leftovers, because it's only 10 episodes in a season, we just do our, all the episodes, rank them from bottom up. Lost, there's 24 episodes in the season. A uh, bit harder. Uh, to pull off that kind of ranking schema. So instead, we're going to do bottom five, top five. Uh, for our bottom five, we're actually going to start... So there's you know 1 to 24. We're going to start at our ranked 20th episode. So our, our the best of the worst is what we're starting with. We're going to go down to the very worst. And then we're going to swap yep. to our tops and start at number five and work our way up from the worst of the best. Yes. To the best. So... Interesting to see how it'll go. Uh, thanks to our uh, randomizer algorithm, we've managed to produce who will go first. <laughs> A.K. We flipped a coin. Yes. Mr. Sal? Yes. It's your honors. Uh, well, is there anything else you'd like to say? Uh, you oh, yeah. The timer. Actually, yeah. I just realized. So we allot ourselves. It, this, this is the most important part. We each get... We time each other. You get two minutes to... Talk about the episode, what we liked about it, what we didn't. Basically, if we can't even remember the episode, so this has been a very long time, we'll see how that goes. And we have a max of two minutes, and then that's it. Uh, after that, the other person can rebuttal or you know whatever have you. But you get two minutes maximum to talk about it and make your case, whether it be for how good or how bad it is. So. And that's, that, that's basically the most important part of all this, is the two minutes. And trying to get as close as you can to hitting two minutes. Without a, uh, without actually hitting two minutes. Well, actually, without going over it. That's that's embarrassing. If you go over two minutes, that's really embarrassing. <laughs> Very embarrassing. So, are you are you ready to go, Mister Sam? You know, I thought I was. I keep shuffling. I, I, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, <laughs> are you are you ready? <laughs> if you're not ready, you're not ready. No, I'm ready. Okay. Well, actually, wait, don't, wait, you're not ready yet, because I've got a timer for you, I just remembered. Don't, don't go, don't go yet, wait. So, okay. two, minutes, two minutes feels like a long time, now that I think about it. It doesn't feel long when we're doing, you know, 10 episodes. It feels like a long time, I think you do it in 30 seconds. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to end up coming up short no. on a lot of these, I'm sure of it. No, I'm I mean, teasing you. The, the, you know, with The Leftovers, it's a different story, I've seen it three times, and there are only 10 episodes per season. You know, I'm, i got to remember back half a year for... One one of my episodes I'm going to be talking about today, I won't reveal where, is the very first episode. 
And so that's we're going back 25 weeks here. Listen, I think the first episode's easier to summarize than like the fourth episode. I don't know about that. We'll see. So? Okay. But, okay. Uh, the, the fourth episode, okay. I'm not going to be talking about the fourth episode. Today. Oh, thankfully. Oh, yeah. Neither are you. No. So, without a doubt. Ready? Go. Okay. My number 20 episode, so this is fifth from the bottom, is pilot part one. <laughs> the, the very first episode of the season. Uh, I, I I don't remember disliking it at all. And there's nothing that infuriated me. There have definitely been episodes of Lost that have infuriated me, um, at least in parts. I don't think there's been any episode of Lost that where the entire thing has infuriated me. But this one just felt like a pilot. It was just like, hey, this thing happened. There are no flashbacks in it, and I think that actually is is the biggest thing uh, about this episode that I don't like. Uh, with no flashbacks, all we get is what's happening on the island. I don't know any of these characters yet, and there are so many of them. <laughs> and so it does get a little bit jumbled and a little bit confusing, but ultimately it is interesting. Um, I, I think the other thing that that makes me not like this episode quite as much is that the main characters in the episode are Jack and Kate who, uh, you know, Kate, Kate is a very interesting character to me. Jack is only a somewhat interesting character to me and their relationship is something that has deteriorated over the course of this first season that I just don't care so much about anymore. So pilot part one, number 20, I'm done. Okay. A minute 20, a minute and 26 seconds. Okay. Nice work. Not that great, but no, not very close to two minutes. But I, I gotta promise you, I'm not gonna be close to two minutes on most. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stop. Like I try with the leftovers to try to hit two minutes, right? Where I try to hold the floor. We'll see. We'll see how I feel. Okay. Um. Oh, I didn't. I didn't say that I ranked it. I uh, gave it a seven rating. But anyway, I don't know. keep talking about it even though your time's up. I mean, yeah. actually, it wasn't up, but you, you, you yielded. I, I conceded the time, I but I think maybe in the future I need to say the ratings that i gave these things yeah that's and, fair that's fine all right actually it's very easy for me my bottom five are all seven my top five are all nine <laughs> there we go okay there we go all right mine are not that simple no they are not are you ready yeah i'm good to go all right ready set go so my fifth uh least favorite episode for this season has to be solitary but solitary yeah solitary right is that how you say it Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought it sounded like a word to me now. Which is uh, the ninth episode in the season. I gave it a seven out of ten. This is Saeed's first, I think. No, it's not his only, but his first of two final episodes in this season. Uh, his second one being way better. Uh, the greater good. I like that much more. The solitary one. What happens on the island is wonderful. It's the first time we meet Rousseau. We meet the friendship. We learn so many more things about the island, and it's great. Just that that exchange alone is magnificent, and. If they could have kept that same momentum, this 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 would have definitely been in the top five. Like that is, that's what's criminal about this episode. It's such a great on island part with Saeed and Rousseau. Everything else is trash. Uh, the flashback trash. What is it like? Not. It's like him. He's like a typical soldier, hardened soldier, girl he likes, and he like helps her escape. And he like kind of starts feeling bad about torture. Eh, you know. Never really, I, I I didn't care too much about it. 
I like his other his other flashback in the greater good much better, right? Way better. They made a way better story there. And then we have the golf, famous golfing in solitary. Um, I'm okay with it. It's okay. Still, like about like it's mediocre, but I've known some people, or should I say, I've known a person that has come to resent it. So you know, it, like I said, it, the good part, Said on the island. Everything else, bad to worse. It's just terrible. So, fifth worst episode. I yield my time. Ooh, that was a minute 47. Okay, I'll take that. Take that to the bank. Okay. So that's it's my turn again, right, Mr. Right, so, so we snake it. So yeah, Okay, we snake it. Are we going to use sound effects here? Oh, yeah. So that, that was number 20, right? Okay. Number 21. Oh, wonderful. Ready? Sound effects. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, yeah, okay, I'm good to go. Ready, set, go. So my second, or my twenty-first ranked episode, fourth of the worst, pilot part two. Mister Sal put pilot part one, pilot part two for me, fourth least favorite episode. It's of course the second episode. Gave it also seven out of ten. Now I I famously pilots for me are hard to get into. Like I just it's it's like the first chapter in a book for a lot of books for me. It's just it's it's hard for me to get through a pilot. Not only because when I start a TV show series. I kind of have a vague idea of what I'm getting into. So it's like, and the pilot's trying to introduce that concept to you. So I just, like, don't care all that much. Like, Lost. I went into Lost, and I know that they're lost on an island. And so it's just them getting lost on an island and kind of dealing with it. But I just don't care enough. Like, it's just, it's a pilot. I don't like pilots. In this case, uh, they send, like, the group out, and they hear uh, Rousseau's distress signal. And, uh... I know we get a bit more on the Marshall being saved by Jack in this episode. It escapes me exactly what else occurs here. Um, I know we see a lot more about the smaller characters here, but there's there's not we don't even hear Lock talks still this, this far into the series. This is only episode two, but I uh I don't. And also, yeah, Sawyer doesn't talk either. I know we see him read a letter here, but that's about it. Actually, wait. I take that back. I think Locke might... I think this is where Walt might play back him in with Locke. So, I take back the Locke part. You know what's here, actually? A polar bear. Remember that? It's getting, it's getting, it's getting rough here, but... That's a... Uh, it's, it's introducing you to the series as a pilot. It's okay. It's not a terrible pilot, but... That's what it is. And I don't like pilots, so... And I also think it's BS that pilot part one, pilot part two. You can't do that. Time. <laughs> there you go. That's it. You know. I think I think you uh, you had your pilot part one and part part pilot part two really crossing streams here. <laughs> I think they did too. I was like, I, I, well, because they're part one and part two. Yeah. Well, what did I mention in part two that doesn't happen in part two? You said Sawyer doesn't talk, but he talks a lot in part two. That's why I, that's why I like part two so much more than part one because you're right. He goes and kills the polar bear. Yeah, he kills the polar bear. I'm thinking like, my part one. You're there's right. the whole thing with the with the gun and him pointing out Kate as the or no, Kate pointing. No, somebody pointed out Sawyer as being the criminal, uh, yeah. and he like kind of confessed to it, even though he's not. Um, the 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 French transmission was super interesting. I thought so. I I 
I, I disagree with how low you have Pilot Part 2 ranked. I think Pilot Part 2 is significantly better than Pilot Part 1. Here, here, here's what I'll say, though. Going into Lost, I knew about the French transmission. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was told, like, during the pilot, they also they found this transmission. Like, I had known about this transmission. Oh, that's a shame. So I, that, so that, that probably affects my rating of the episode, just how I felt about it. But I don't know. Mm, that's too bad. Well. At any rate, yeah, that's all right. So this is this your your go here? Yep. So we're still on number twenty one, and this is me. Okay. Three, two, one. I hate when you do that. Time's going. <laughs> my number, I know. My number twenty one is uh, Homecoming, episode fifteen. Uh, I gave it a seven rating, uh, and. Homecoming is not a terrible episode. It's it's a Charlie point of view episode. It's his second one. I prefer the moth, which I know that you and I disagree about that. But uh, but my problem with Homecoming is it was very very deflating to me. Uh, one of the more interesting storylines in the whole season was Claire's kidnapping by Ethan, and this is kind of the resolution to it. Claire returns. And Claire has amnesia. Don't love the fact that she's got amnesia because it's just a way for them to drag out what happened to her while she was gone. In fact, they drag it out all the way through season one. We still don't know. Um, and then the one person who could have shed some light on that, uh, Ethan, gets shot and killed at the end of this thing. <laughs> um, so I don't love the main story. Uh, I the flashbacks are man they're just okay with Charlie and stealing Winston Churchill's cigarette case. Uh, I don't even remember what the side story was in, in in this one. Probably something with Hurley. He's usually the side story. Uh, I bet I'm right about that too. I think it was something with Hurley. I can't remember. So it wasn't the census because the census was how they caught uh, Ethan. The the that's how they caught yeah that's how they figured out it was Ethan. Uh, so that was the previous episode. Um, no, was the previous? No, it was like way before. No, way before, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so the, the, I don't even remember the side story. Nothing big, apparently. And it, it ultimately, I was just deflated. I was really excited about this episode, and that might play a role into my disappointment because I really wanted to know what had happened to Claire, and we got none of that. And stop. Because... okay, did you say stop? Yeah, stop. Okay, all right. Go on a bit long there, Mister Sal. Yeah, I went a little long. Better pace yourself a little better there. Okay. You teach, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Just interested with timing like that. Just... Number 22. Old kids back a lot from their next class. What? Like, like you know, let's see, you're trying to finish up a lesson. And, like, your, your time to teach them has ended. Do you keep them extra minute? Keep explaining because that's what it seems to me. You've been in my class for two years. I can't remember to be honest. <laughs> oh, I remember you were a power hungry teacher, though, Mr. Sell. You wanted to teach outside of class. Well, yes, here's what I'll say. Here's what I say You said you wouldn't. It was beginning, beginning of the year. One of my classes with you, okay? It's a hard class, but. I won't teach you guys outside the class. Don't worry about it. I won't ever enforce that. Uh, and then, you know, you tried getting people in the class to switch over to your homeroom. 
and I never swapped over to your homeroom, despite going to there very often. And I told you the exact reason why. And later, later, I you started teaching during your homeroom. And I warned you because I thought you would start teaching us if too many of us were in your homeroom. I wouldn't call it teaching during my homeroom. Reviewing. Reviewing. Okay. Educating. Reviewing. Educating, I think is fair enough to say. No new material. I, I say reviewing is educating in its own self because you're reinforcing. Yeah, but no new material, so you weren't. It's not like you were missing out. Okay. Number twenty-two. <laughs> is your turn still right? Yes. Okay. You ready? Yep. Go. All right. Number my number twenty-two is episode nine, solitary, which I gave a seven rating. Uh, this episode is one of those infuriating lost episodes because i kurt you already mentioned this that, that what happens in the main story on the island between said and danielle is so good it's 10 out of 10 that part of the story is 10 out of 10 yet this is still my third least favorite episode of the season because the rest of this episode is just unforgivable the flashbacks are like i could have I could have written those flashbacks before seeing this episode. I, I could have told you exactly what was going to happen. Uh, other, as soon as, as soon as I knew that Nadia was not his wife, like you told me she was, as soon as I knew that the rest of the flashbacks played out exactly as you would, you would have predicted. Um, and the golf is simply a cruel, heinous, unforgivable act. How did they include this golf nonsense in this episode? Is it just so that it nothing can overshadow the great stuff that's going on between Say and Danielle? I don't know. Maybe that's it. But uh, this is again a very disappointing episode because it could have been so good and it just wasn't. I'm done. Okay, I'm at twenty nine. So you blame me for thinking Nadia decides wise. <laughs> Yup. What what's it called when a cop's kind of coaxes someone into doing a crime? Entrapment. Yeah. So you might argue that I did entrapment to you. Is that is that where you're like kind of pleading here? I entrapped you into believing Nadia, Saeed's wife. I mean, kind of. You literally said we know Saeed has a wife. You literally said that. Yeah, but isn't that what you were thinking? Not necessarily. It could have just been a girl, and that's what it was. Okay. Okay. I just want everyone to hear that out there that Mr. Sal is just projecting his failed predictions onto me. Oh my god. Alright. Alright, so my number 22 here, right? Yep. Okay, I'm good to go. Ready? Set. Go. Okay, so my number 22, third worst episode to me, The Moth. Very controversial. This is Mr. Sal's 14th. Rated episode. So middle of the road for Mr. Salb for me, number 22. It is 7 out of 10. Just gave it up from 6 out of 10, so I thought about it a bit more. Uh, it's the 7th episode in the series. So, what's good about it? Uh, the flashbacks are okay, and the only good thing about them is Liam. I don't care that much for Charlie, all that. Ah. Charlie is also okay, actually. The flashback is okay, okay? Because it's Charlie's descent and Liam's rise, okay? They kind of just swap positions. Mm-hmm. But... Once, look, even once I see Charlie is into, you know, 
when we kind of see that he's a holy person, he's thinking about leaving the band. Once I know he's in the band, I know what's going to happen. I know he's going to start going down the road of using drugs, right? Like, the, after, like, the first or second flashback, it's already, like, I know what's going to happen. Uh, mm-hmm. But Liam getting out of it, that's something you don't see coming, per se. Uh, in terms of, like, the main story with Jack being in, like, a cave-in, like... I mean, that's arguably the main story. Well, the main story is Charlie trying to kick drugs and, you know, him trying to do this and him feeling useless and then him helping Jack out of the cave-in. That's also eh, right? I, I, I feel indifferent to this either way. Him trying to kick drugs, I don't, like, it's, it doesn't, I just don't care that much. That's also an eh story to me. And then the last mediocre story to me is Saeed's plan to triangulate the thing. There's a good, like, cliffhanger kind of at the end of who knocked out Saeed, but we don't get an answer to that till the greater good on episode 21. Uh, we see Saeed be, or Sawyer be cold to, um, be very cold towards Kate, and this kind of sets up Confidence Man really well at what Sawyer does. Why is he being so, why, why doesn't he tell Kate about Jack till way later? So, time. Uh, okay. I remember bringing a lot more of these episodes than I thought I would. Honest. Yeah, I, you know, I, 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 I disagree on on the moth. I, I think the moth is pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I, I of think course, you think that. Of course, I think that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I do. So. Of course, <laughs> you do. You have it. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed it. The, the one thing I didn't like about the moth, I think you might remember, is just how on the nose it was to see them literally crawling <laughs> out of. A, I thought that was. Look, out of all like your out of your complaints for the moth, I'm shocked that was a complaint of yours. Was he crawls out of the ground? Like what? That like that that was a bridge too far for you? It, it was. I just it was just a little too on the nose for me. Okay. But okay. I like the metaphor. I really like the moth metaphor. Uh, you know when Locke describes it. It's a good but, title for an episode. It's a good title. Yeah, but there's also a lot of Locke in this episode, and and I, I can't. In good conscience, give an episode that heavily features Locke such a low rating. Watch me. I did. I know you did. Tell me that. That's seven. But... Oh, seven. Okay, yeah. so that... We've both covered number 22, so this is you again? Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you ready? Well, we're going to have the sound effect. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Number 23. Wonderful. Okay, now I'm ready. Okay, ready? Set. Go. So, my number 23rd uh, episode of the season, second worst, Pilot Part 1. Mr. Sal covered it. This is his fifth worst. I kind of covered it in my Pilot Part 2. Uh, Barely any Sawyer, barely any Locke talking, if any. Though, I'm trying to think what the upsides are. We see Vince the dog, which, I mean, nothing interesting really happens with the Vince all that much. Like, we figured out he's Michael's, uh, not Michael, sorry, Walt's dog. And they go and we kind of hear the monster a lot. They go to see the pilot, uh, Jack, Charlie, Kate. They set up to figure out that uh, Charlie uh, is a like a druggie. But, you know, it's just a lot of... I loved, and my favorite part in this episode is the beginning part with Jack running around and the hectic chaos that is the beginning like right after they've crashed so mm-hmm. for for the very beginning part to be my favorite part it's not a great sign i guess for the episode uh-huh. but it's a pilot you know it, it, it's very it's, it's eye-catching 
the, the beginning part and it makes you want to say the boon comedy i always remember him trying to go get the pens that's really funny and mm. it, it 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 trapped me on and it's good it's a good pilot to trap me on but past that you know it's a pilot very not very um into pilots as i already said for my pilot part two and mm-hmm. that's about it nothing too amazing past that so, yield my time okay oh um, wait <laughs> go ahead. uh six out of ten is what i rated it okay 139. Okay. Was that yeah. was that after the 08 or was that Yeah, that was including the 08. Oh, okay. Wonderful. All right. So, now it's your turn, Mr. Sal. Are yep. you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Ready, set, go. All right, my number 23 is episode 12, whatever the case may be. This is uh, a 7 out of 10 for me. Um this episode, okay. This is one of those kind of infuriating episodes. And what infuriates me most about this is because this is Kate's second point of view episode. I loved her first point of view episode, Tabula Rasa. And I loved her second uh, uh, point of view episode, Born to Run. This is such a disappointment compared to those two. And it's really not close to up to the the level of those two. Uh, Mostly... It's this love triangle nonsense that I just couldn't care less about uh, at this point. By this point in the season, I was so done with the possibility of Jack and Kate getting together that uh, that part of it did nothing for me. The fact that they got mad at each other and she lied to him and he was he yelled at her and all that other stuff. I just didn't even care about it. Um, the fact that Kate made this huge issue out of this getting this case and the reason she wanted it was because of this little toy airplane inside of it seemed a little ridiculous. The flashbacks were okay. The bank robbery flashbacks that they, they were my favorite part of the episode and that was fine. I'm sure that there was some nonsense uh, side story that I, that I didn't care about as well. I don't remember what it was. Um, oh, even the, ultimately it, it's, it's weird because there's a lot of Sawyer in this episode uh, and I still didn't like it because it's not it, it uh the, the Sawyer stuff had more to do with the love triangle of, of Sawyer Jack Kate than than it did have to do with Sawyer as a character um yeah and by the way diving into this oasis that has these dead bodies under it mm, Stop. I, that was that was I was done actually so that's good I'll say we we, are, we have a lot more to say about these episodes than I thought we would <laughs> Nice. That's cool. Awesome. All right. Uh, I am. Uh, is it my? T- I do your turn. On, yeah, and we. Yeah. Okay. So, the bottom of the bottom, number twenty-four. Bottom of the barrel here. You ready to go, Mister Sal? I'm ready. Uh, three, two, one, go. My number 24, my least favorite episode of the season is, Kurt is going to hate me for this, is House of the Rising Sun. Not everyone can understand television. <laughs> number, don't interrupt my time. I don't interrupt <laughs> yours. Uh, I also give this a seven. And to be perfectly honest, like these bottom five are pretty much interchangeable. Any of them, one of them could have ended up on the bottom, but this is the one that ends up on the bottom. Uh, the the main story of 
the is what's going on in the caves i guess is that the main story or is it the side story i can't remember yeah well i mean the, so the flashbacks are all sun's flashbacks first of all this is a terrible title house of the rising sun the, the, the song had nothing to do with this episode there's no house of prostitution in this episode um the flashbacks i i did not love the flashbacks uh they just further showed me that Jin is the worst by the end of the season i don't think Jin is the worst anymore but at this point i was convinced he was the worst um so so that that was that was no good uh i also had a completely different take on the flashbacks than they ended up meaning because we do get those flashbacks from Jin's perspective and he's not the worst um my take on it was that he was he took the he he was into son in order to get the job with her father it ends up being the other way around which is significantly less interesting to me but uh anyway uh the, the other story going on on the island is whether to move into the caves or not, which uh, to this day, I don't understand why you just don't leave like four or five people that rotate in and out of the beach and everybody else moves to the caves. It's obviously better to live in the caves, but obviously you need somebody on the beach at all times. Very simple solution. Also, they make it feel like these caves are like 45 miles away from the beach. They're like a half hour walk from the beach. Not a big deal. Wow. Okay. You're very wrong in your analysis of that episode, <laughs> by the way. Yes, I know. You, you, definitely not bottom five. It's definitely middle of the road. If you have moth middle of the road, that gets middle of the road. I, I mean, I don't know what I would put down here otherwise. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm looking at your bottom five. You know, Solitary, I had that. Pilot Part 2, I had that. Your Your last one, I had. You put the moth and pilot part two. I'm sorry, pilot part one. We both have. You put the moth and pilot part two down there. I put um, homecoming. Home, home, house rising homecoming, sun. house rising sun down there. I mean, I, I definitely like pilot part two and moth better than homecoming and house rising sun. Like, without question. Okay, so be it. Well, I'm ready to give out my worst episode. Okay. The big secret. Yep. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. Go. Uh, my least favorite episode of this entire season, whatever the case may be, gave it a 5 out of 10. The Ooh. 12th episode, Mr. Salas' 23rd uh, favorite, the second worst. And uh, Mr. Salas said everything I want to say, so I yield my time. <laughs> Got nothing bad. It, it's a, literally a crappy episode. That was 17 seconds. <laughs> if I could erase it, I would erase it. It just put, like, Kate's plot as a side plot to someone, so then more for a flashback at the literally 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 you can just you could literally delete this episode move kate getting this airplane from the case or whatever right to a side portion make a better side plot to another episode okay with this case it's be a pretty okay side plot i think right especially if you like bend it down and then in Kate's, like, Born to Run, where we learn, look, we see the airplane, and we see what happens to, uh, I forgot his name now, but, you know, um, I'll say Thomas, because that's what comes to my mind. I don't think his name's Thomas. But, like, when the marshals talk, like, so we see Thomas in the greater good. We see the airplane. We saw in the side story how she got this, like, airplane. And then in Exodus, we see uh, the marshal talk about the airplane, like, We'll piece it all together, and we don't have to have this whole episode for the worst payoff of all time. So, there you go. 
Okay, so that was a, like an extra minute on top of the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ended up I ended up ranting about it anyway, but 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 yeah, no, I I and I I don't totally disagree with you. I would argue that the the one thing that does come out of this episode that is very important is the guns. It is, but you could have put that as a side episode part. I mean, it is an important part, but listen, they make Kate's part seem even more important than the guns. So okay, yeah, yeah. No, I I agree. This it's 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 not a good episode. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's your second least favorite. I know you're just being a yeah. devil's advocate here. So, there yeah. you go. Yeah. That's my feeling on it. All right. So, I guess it's still your turn. My turn. Through this time, so, we're talking about our top five. Yes, and we're starting on number five and working our way up. So, number five. Okay, yeah, I'm good to go. You ready? Ready, set, go. So, uh, my fifth favorite episode for the season, Exodus Part 1, episode 23, gave it a 9 out of 10. Uh, I think I'll like, I mean, I liked the Exodus, I liked the ending more than Mr. Sells for the season. Uh, probably to come down with, what's it, the, uh, I can't, why, why does it escape me? Cliffhangers, I go with all the cliffhangers and questions. Part 1, I know a big complaint of Mr. Sells was a lot of setup, and it feels very slow when you think about, you know, what happened. Not much happens, right? They get the raft finally afloat from it almost being done to putting it afloat. People walk into the jungle. People walk to the caves. That's that's about the... Actually, no, they don't even walk to the caves on this episode. I take that back. They don't even walk to the caves in part one. So, I mean, you put it that way, fine. But it's so many great... Exodus part one and part two has so many great character interactions. And I love the interactions. Like, I love the characters in Lost. They might be one of my most favorite set of, like, having this many characters and me liking them all as characters. Not as, not as like, a comedy, like The Office or something. But in terms of, like, the characters and their stories and their different, like, facets. And I love their interactions in this episode from Rousseau coming, right, and Walt seeing her come to, you know, the struggle of the raft. So, uh, listen, the Sawyer and Jack scene in this episode is my favorite scene of Lost for this season. I'll, I'll, I, I'm pretty confident on that. That is my favorite scene. It, it's such a great payoff on the Christian Jack Sawyer storyline that's been going on. I think it's a great episode. It's being, uh, my fifth favorite. is my top five. Great episode. I'm done. 138. Uh, and I do agree on that scene. That scene is phenomenal. Uh, I mean, if, if the rest of the episode were as good as that scene was... I mean, I might have given this episode a ten. That that scene is so good. It's uh, the exposition king. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Seriously though, why why does Sawyer always get to say exposition? He's just always because he's the best at it. He is. He's really. I don't know why he's so good at it. I think it's just the way he delivers it. <laughs> anyway. uh, so it's your turn, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, you ready? Yep. Okay. Ready. Set. Steady. Go. <laughs> okay my number five episode of the season actually all of these top five are going to be uh ranked uh, have a nine rating but my number five is episode 10 raised by another i loved this episode so much i i was so enamored by it i, I really um and it made claire such so interesting to me and i was kind of disappointed that they didn't do that much with her the rest of the way but this is the episode where claire gets abducted uh claire and charlie get abducted by ethan this is the episode from which from which i have uh plucked hello there into my repertoire 
So how can I not put this in my top five? But what really makes this episode is the flashbacks. These are amazing flashbacks with the palm reader, uh, with the pen. Oh, the pen. So good. The pen dying and that this pen doesn't work. She's trying to sign away her baby. This pen doesn't work. No, that doesn't work either. This one doesn't work either. Uh, and and it, it's it's good stuff. But the, the clincher of this episode is when Charlie helps Claire realize that the the psychic probably knew that this plane was going to crash and was trying to get her to get into this secluded place where this baby could do nobody any harm. So uh, I, I'm so interested in everything that this episode set up. I'm a little disappointed that we haven't had any payoffs to it really yet. We don't know what happened to Claire when she got abducted. We don't know why this baby's so dangerous, but hopefully we get those answers because this was awesome. Okay, I'm done. Yeah, 133. Okay. I, yeah, I agree. Raised by Another is a great episode. That pen, that pen scene is great. I spoke about how in the next episode, all the best cowboys have daddy issues, which we yeah. both ranked pretty low. It's my 16th year and 19th, so bordering bottom five. Yep. Though the flashbacks, you know, in hindsight, I like the Christian uh, Jack flashbacks more. Uh-huh. Just because they built up that storyline. Uh, I think as a great, I love the payoff in Exodus Part 1. But, and, uh, you know, the all the best cowboys have daddy issues. When Jack signs the document agreeing to um, Christian's set of events, I yeah. wish that pen didn't work at first. If he had oh. to use a different pen, that would have been such a because it's the very this is the very that would be the very next episode to this, and it'd be such a great callback to that. Just um, it'd be amazing. It would have been amazing. Well, uh, that would have ranked that episode probably like another point higher, just because I would have been so enamored yeah. by that. Yeah, yeah. This is the th- this raised by another is the first episode where I kind of felt like there's something more than just a plane crash here. Okay. Well, really, that's the first time you thought it all. Well, no, I mean, I always felt like there was something more to this island. Like, oh, I see what you mean. There, someone outside the island. Right. Like, there's there's the beast, and there's the the French transmission. There's I always knew there was something weird going on on this island, but this episode was like, oh, maybe there was something more to that plane crash than met the eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I I love this episode. Anyway, are we ready? Mm-hmm. Number four. Okay. Ready to go? Yep. Okay. Ready, set, go. All right. My number four rated episode of the season is the finale, Exodus Part Two. Now, that's mostly because of Arts. No, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but Arts is fantastic. It is, it is very, he, he's a very entertaining character. Um, I love how much Lock Jack interaction we get. Lock Jack interactions are always very welcome for me uh i do love those uh which actually there's a really good lock jack interaction in oh never mind that's that's a different episode anyway um lots of stuff going on uh you know the the charlie saeed chasing down the uh, baby turniped aaron uh because danielle has taken him there's uh the the rafters rafting which is nothing until it's everything <laughs> at the end there. Uh, but the, but what makes this episode to me is all the stuff with the dynamite seekers uh, and with, with Kate and Jack and Locke and Hurley, uh, Hurley recognizing the numbers on the hatch, Locke blowing off the hatch anyway. The hatch is open now. They've opened 
probably literally Pandora's box. We don't know what's in it. And that's my only quibble with this episode is that there's a lot that we don't know at the end of this episode. Lots of questions that are either unanswered or just introduced in this episode. Not a lot of answers coming out of this episode. Um, but I, I love everything that goes on with the Dynamite team. Um, like the stuff with uh, Charlie and Saeed, uh, the rafters. Like I'm, I'm so excited to see what happens to Walt and, and, and Michael and Sawyer and Jin uh, because I, I know they're not dead. And Walt is like, he has a superpower. I don't think they knew what they got themselves into by kidnapping him, but um, yeah, the, the, it, it's a great finale. I just wish there wasn't so much left open. So close. Yeah. So close. I, yeah. you know, maybe they know he has superpowers, and that's why they took him. Mm. Who knows what those yeah. possible others on the boat wanted Walt for? It seemed like they had it planned out. We still mm-hmm. heard the whispers. Yep. Hard to tell. Uh, Are you ready for your number four? Yep, I'm ready. Ready, set, go. Okay, my number four uh, ranked episode of the season has to be Numbers, the 18th episode. And I rated it, all these I rated 9 out of 10, my top five, but this one got 9 out of 10. Hurley's Battle episode. And number, the reason I give numbers, I know Mr. Style likes it too. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's just outside of his top five, number six, so I know he's thought about it. it. What I like about it a lot is it puts Hurley on the map. It gives him such an interesting facet, right? It gives him such an interesting character. Well, my biggest complaint on this episode, which Mr. Style does point out, is the inconsistency. If only they had mentioned, like, Hurley's bad luck, like, Juju around him and all this other whatnot. Like, if they had only, like, hinted at it, just even once or twice or a few more times prior to this episode, the payoff would have been even greater. But it introduces the actual numbers, right? And the importance. From here on out, uh... You know, you always want to scout. Oh, where are the numbers? Uh, I, would, I, I don't even want to try to recite them because I never remember. It was like 4, 8, 15, 16, uh, 24, 48, 42. I probably butchered some of those. Uh, I love the number sequence. Uh, the flashbacks are great. They're funny and also great to look at. Uh, really gets around. On the island, they're funny and great. He goes to Rousseau. We see Rousseau again. And I'm trying to... What's, do you remember what the side plot is for this episode? Mm, the Oh, the the Cradle. Ah, oh, yes. The cradle, and the Cradle's not bad. It's not terrible, because it's a very short storyline. It's not yeah. too much. And we learn a bit more about Claire. So the episode's just a really strong episode. And I, I like I said, my only complaint is they didn't hint about Hurley's um, bad luck stuff prior to this. So I guess they hinted about how Richie's before in the backgammon games. <laughs> but that's about <laughs> it. And uh, that's it. I yield my time. 149 yeah I, I love this episode too it, it it was my number six so it was almost in my top five the only thing like you said the only thing that holds it back is is just i, I think it kind of the character uh of hurley just that kind of comes out of the blue if, if there had been any indication that he felt he was a jinx before this you know just even like hey don't step on that ladder or whatever you know anything uh, that would have gone a long way toward uh, me pushing this up probably into my top like two or three, honestly. Uh, it, it's that good. It's really cool. And this is another one of those episodes where you end up getting uh, some inkling that there was some something going on before they got to the island, which is very cool. Like that's the stuff I'm really interested in. So 
So that's number four. Number three. And my turn. Yeah, because we got a little yep. Early. yep. All right. I'm good to go. Ready? Set? Go. Uh, my third favorite episode for this season has to be a Deus Ex Machina. All right? Is that how you say it? Deus Ex Machina. Yep, that's how you say it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh, Locke's second final episode, I believe. And, uh, oh, I mean, really neat. Look, so in the first battle episode, Walkabout, you get the feelers for Locke, okay? Poor Locke, he's in a wheelchair. Some of us were able to predict that he's in a wheelchair. Other of us that are not so mystic were not able to tell and liked it so much more. That being said, this is a wonderful battle episode. You think you know what's going to happen, but you he, you know, his, uh... His fa- not his foster father, his real biological father, basically cons him and say, "Wait, sorry." He cons him and gets his kidney from him, and then pushes him to the side, and that's just so sad. But such a great flashback sequence. In the present day, we this is the events of uh, the island starting to fail. Lock or maybe vice versa. It's hard to tell. And he starts losing functionality in his legs, and this is where we find the drug plane, and Boone falls from the plane, and. You know, this, this, like I said, this is what kicks off the entire sequence uh, and onto the finales, this episode. And the side episode here is a small, and it's, it's a cute one of, like, Sawyer needing glasses that they hinted at, like, the episode before, with him struggling to read. Uh, it's a strong episode, no weak storylines, and I love I, I love the flashbacks, they're really great, and I love the main story. So it's just, it's really good. Great episode, Deo Ex Machina. I yield my time. 141. Okay. Uh, so it's your turn, Mr. Stahl. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, good luck. Go. <laughs> My number three episode of the season is also episode number 19, Deus Ex Machina. So we, have this, we have the same number three. Uh, I love this episode. The flashbacks are great. They're, I mean, they're spectacular. Uh, really subvert your expectations when his father completely ditches him uh and really they had me believing that the kidney surgery was going to be the cause of uh lock losing the the use of his legs as well so that was interesting uh the main story with lock trying to open the hatch and then uh lock and boone trying uh, trying to find this plane uh and ben boone falling falling out is is so good this is uh very runs very parallel to what we just talked about on crazy white fellow thinking in, in the uh the leftovers season three episode three of this concept of misplaced faith i mean we we spend all these flashbacks investigating Locke's misplaced faith in his father and we're left to question is he misplacing his faith in the island it seems like that is a possibility because his his legs are starting to fail him again. He can't open the hatch. He loses Boone here, ultimately. And uh, it looks like it could be misplaced faith. And then the very last thing we get is him screaming into the, into the, the hatch and into the air about this concern about the misplaced faith and this glowing light coming out of the hatch, which is was so exciting to me. I'm so disappointed we know nothing more about the glowing light uh, at, after a full season, but uh, I'm, I'm very excited to see uh, what that does mean in future seasons. Uh, any 
episode that features Locke is going to be a good one, and and he did not disappoint wow. this one. You're all so close. Yeah. You're like, ah, I'm jealous. <laughs> Good work. Well, thank you. No, you haven't hit the mark, so. No, I'm not I jealous. Don't. I take it back. Okay. Still kind of jealous till I reinstated a bit. I mean, that was like mid-word of my last <laughs> word. So. I think you can infer what the rest of that word was going to be. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, he did not dis, and that was my time, but I think you can probably infer what the rest of that word was going to be. Anyway, I'm ready for number two. Oh, wait a minute. Number two. Okay, there we go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, three, two, one, go. My number two episode of the season is episode eight, Confidence Man. Can you believe that something that happened so early in the season stayed in my top five this long? It was my number one for a long time, too. Uh, it's all about Sawyer for me. I mean, this Locke and Sawyer are so interesting to me. Locke for for his character and for the way he pushes the plot forward. But there is no more interesting character to me on this island than Sawyer. He to me is 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 the most complex. He has the most nuance and the most going on uh, and the most juxtaposition between his outward portrayal of himself and what's going on inside of him. Uh, these flashbacks. Are my favorite my favorite flashbacks of the season. I, I I was so impressed with how they were able to subvert everything that I thought I knew about Sawyer with these flashbacks. Uh, it, the fact that every every flashback subsequently added something new that I never saw coming was really really impressive to me. And then the big reveal at the end that the letter that he carries around is is not uh, one that he received from a child, but he was the child who was trying to give this letter to Mr. Sawyer. Uh, it, it is just heartbreaking. It's, it's impressive. It, it, it shows you the level of guilt that he is working with every day. Uh, and this is the one where he gets tortured, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, all the torture was, was unbelievable and it paralleled so well with what we were watching in the leftovers with someone who seemed to want to be punished and we, we even find out later uh we even hear michael say do you why do you want to die do you want to die like and we really get that impression from sawyer that he feels like he deserves this punishment and it it, it makes him Stop. getting close mr <clears throat> yeah that was yeah, I could have done better there. <laughs> I agree. Conference Man is really good. Probably one, uh, is one of my favorite episodes it. of the season. And those flashbacks. Mm, those flashbacks. And they, they build, they might build on Sawyer's character, at least in the sense of what we see is not what we get compared to mm -hmm. any other character. Mm -hmm. Because while, while some characters like complicate them much more, like Claire's, right? Uh, Hurley's. Sawyer's is like a complete 180. You think you know what you're going to get. And you kind of get what you think you're going to get. Yeah. But it completely changes how you feel about him. It changes uh, your outlook on it more than any other character. For sure. So, yeah. yeah. Definitely, sure. definitely a great episode. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Yep, yeah, I'm ready. Number two. All right, ready, set, go. So uh, my second favorite, penultimate favorite episode here, is the finale, Exodus Part 2. Gave it a 9 out of 10. Uh, this is Mr. Sal's fourth favorite. I completely understand his complaint. Not as worse to me, but I completely understand it of 
ton of cliffhangers. This has so many cliffhangers. It, but they wrote themselves into that position, right? If you're going to have them go on the raft and you're going, like, that's going to end in a cliffhanger no matter what. Them going out in that raft, right? Like, they go on that raft and if you end it with that, that's a cliffhanger. What's going to happen to the raft people? If you have it end with them seeing the radar, that's a cliffhanger. You end it with them taking Walt, that's a cliffhanger, right? Even <laughs> if you, like, no matter what, that's going to end in a cliffhanger. Now, them blowing up the raft adds another layer of cliffhanger to the cliffhanger. So <laughs> that was, that's over the top. And the hatch-wise, I mean, that's hard to... I feel like however you end, that's going to be cliffhanger too, because I, I don't think there's enough time in the finale for them to get the dynamite, return it, and to have the hatch be enough of a payoff that it's not a cliffhanger again. Because yeah. even if you learn about it, you're going to keep wondering more. So they've really, to me, wrote they wrote themselves, because I thought about it more, and like, let's say they go down the hatch, whatever they see, you're going to still think about a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? So I think they wrote themselves into like, the biggest cliffhanger of all time for the season, the way they decided to finish it. And there's not really any other ways I feel like they could do it without it being a cliffhanger with the direction that they're trying to go. So, uh, you know, I, I agree. A lot of cliffhangers. I still really like it. Everything else is great. The character interactions. I mean, Mr. already said what he likes about it. I agree. And the, the, the cliffhangers themselves are great. Hurley seeing it. Some payoffs. But yeah, so many cliffhangers. So... For shame, and that's it. I'm 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 done. One fifty five, not bad, not bad at all. Thank you, Mister Bell. The top of the top, number one. Theme of the crop here. Yep. Number one. Okay, I'm ready. Ready, set, go. So my favorite episode of this season. I gave it a nine out of ten. So no ten out of tens. It's the sixteenth episode, Outlaws. Uh, so your second bottle episode, and this one. So great. First of all, we have one of the best uh, scenes in Lost, and arguably, you could argue this is the best scene. I, I, I can agree to that, which maybe Mr. Sal will, which is the Christian and Sawyer conversation and his flashback. That's wonderful. We get the connection of uh, the Red Sox are never going to win. I don't even remember what it is. <laughs> what's, the, what's the Red Sox saying, Mr. Sal? That's why the Red Sox will never win the series. There we go. We see that connection. It's just such a small but yet great connection to show Sawyer's piece the puzzle together in his head. Um, but the flashbacks are great. Yet again, they divert our expectations. He kills the wrong guy, and we see how this makes him mourn. Because uh, going into this episode, well, he does say partly through it that he kills a person. Speaking of which, in the present day, uh, it's a bore. In the bore. What I love about this episode so much is that payoff really explains the whole boar aspect. Why is he hunting down this boar so much? Why does he care so much? And it's because he's reflecting the person he killed is this boar. And it makes so much sense. Especially, like, I watched it again knowing this. And it made it so much of a better payoff. And the side story's okay. It's uh, Charlie wrangling, having shot Ethan in the last episode. Pretty okay. It's good. It's good. Uh, I guess he rose, I believe. So that's always a plus. Rose being the number one character of Lost. My favorite episode <laughs> and uh i think that's a fair statement to end it on i end it there 139 yeah. <laughs> oh man what you got a problem with that rose <laughs> <sighs> okay <laughs> you, you ready mr self you're number I'm, one i'm ready i'm not saying anything about in response to yours because i'm about to talk about the same episode so oh whoa really okay <laughs> oh spoilers. okay ready <laughs> 
And my number one episode is also Outlaws, episode 16. Uh, we get a deeper look into Sawyer's trauma. We knew how traumatized he was by what the original Sawyer did to him. We didn't know that his father killed himself on Sawyer's bed while Sawyer was under the bed. So to, to see that is just gut-wrenching, and, and you feel so bad for him. Uh, the boar stuff is, is really pretty phenomenal once you realize that, that the boar is meant to represent and maybe actually is uh, Frank, whatever his last name was, uh, who he thought was the original Sawyer but wasn't, and he ended up killing the wrong person. Uh, the never have I ever uh, seen between him and Kate is, is my favorite uh, potentially romantic scene in the, se- in the season uh, so far or in the, in the season at all, um, because it reveals a lot about both of the, those characters. The scene with Christian in the bar is, if this is not my favorite scene in the season, it's my second favorite scene in the season. Uh, the fact that, that later in the episode, which is another great scene, when uh, Sawyer and Jack are talking and, and Sawyer realizes that the person he talked to in the bar is probably uh, Jack's father, when Jack uses the same expression, that's why the Sox will never win the series. That the fact that that could have been happening just as the Red Sox were actually winning the World Series adds a layer to this that I just find so satisfying. And maybe it's because I'm a baseball fan. That's a very, very real possibility. But I love everything about this episode and everything about Sawyer's character. Uh, and so this this to me takes the cake for the season. And I'm done. A minute 54. All right. Not as good as my minute 55 of them, Mr. Sal. And that's true, but that's that's we both did a pretty good job on our on our favorite episode, so not bad. Not bad. Excellent taste in favorite episode. So what to look forward to here? The next season of Lost. A lot of things to be paid off on. Um next episode for next week will be uh The Man of Faith, the Man of Science. And like I'm telling you this now, we will go down the hatch. Ooh. We'll go down the hatch, and uh, in the second episode of the season, we'll finally see what's up with the people on the raft. It won't be just a raft episode, but we'll you know we'll see what's that. But yeah, the first episode of the season, don't expect to see any of the raft guys. Hey, who's your who's your favorite character in Lost? At least for season one. Like I, I know we get we're gonna get different characters later on, but um, who's your favorite? Whoa. Character? Yeah. Ben okay. Linus. I've already said it. So. <laughs> um, Emmy winner, Ben Linus. So. But who's your favorite character? Or your, maybe your top three favorite characters on Lost. We've done this for The Leftovers. Uh, definitely Sawyer and Locker up there. Yep. I don't want to forget anyone. Those, are, do... those are my one and two. And I, I don't even know which order I'd put them in. But they're definitely my two they're favorite. They're up there. Probably the yeah, those are probably the top two. Third, oh. I think this one third is hard, hard pick between the next kind of tier listing. Those two are S tier. I can name a lot of A tier, but maybe Hurley. Yep. Maybe I'd grab a Hurley, put him up there. Yeah, for me third, I don't know. It'd be it'd be a toss up probably for me between Claire and Walt. Oh, yeah, you really do fancy Walt, don't you? I love Walt. I, I think Walt is an underutilized character. I think you think both of them are underutilized. I do, uh, yeah. Aspects. Which is why I think they're they're 
they're probably my next two favorites because I, I want so badly to know more about those two. Maybe you will. I'll, I'll tell you what, you will like Claire's bottle episode the next season. I'm excited. I think you'll really like her bottle episode. But... Uh, I don't know if you like it as much as this one. I, I think you might. You, I think you'll like it. But it's not for a while, I know. I think it's like halfway through the season. So. Okay. Wait a few months on that. <laughs> yeah. Breathe. Don't hold the breath as I said. Breathe. Yep. But, uh, yeah, you'll like you'll like this next. Season. I'm excited. It'll be, okay. It'll be okay. I'm excited. You know, I feel this way with the leftovers too. Every time we have the week where we do the recap episode, or I, I, I really, uh, I miss watching it that week. I know. So it's like it's been a long time. I need to see some lost. I'm very excited to see the payoff now. Probably yep. gonna watch it like tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. I do love me some lost. Uh, anything else? No, I think that's it. Okay. Well, then, okay. Then that's all. I guess I might as well while we're here. Thank you for listening. You've listened this far. I hopefully you listened to the whole series. You didn't just come to the recap. I don't know why you do that. Bit of a crazy person to do. This is where you insert the reference to season three, episode three of The Leftovers. <laughs> no. Crazy white fellow thinking? Yep. <laughs> but. Uh, thank you for listening. Five stars, ratings, always appreciated. Subscriptions, always appreciated. Uh, share the podcast, so on and so forth. Uh, are you got anything else to say, Mr. Sal? No, I just thank you for introducing me to Lost and giving me an excuse to watch it because I, I have very much enjoyed it and I'm very excited to see where it goes from here. How about, how about you say a goodbye to the listeners in German? Auf Wiedersehen.